Blessed be your name, Lord. We've come here to worship you this morning, O oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What
power of Christ, I stand. What a blessing to come together this morning and sing Redemption Story. Hallelujah. He came in a manger, but he didn't stay there. Hallelujah. He went to a cross, and then he rose again, and now he stands to intercede for us. What a God we serve this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love him this morning. I trust you do as well. Amen. Maybe the brothers can just come and prepare for the morning offering. Brother Jeremiah, I love all. Could you come, please? Open the service. Ask God's blessing on this Christmas service this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe, brothers, if you would just come also, and we'll have the offering immediately afterwards. We do have a prayer request from our brother, Alan King. He's asking we would please remember his younger sister. She's in critical condition and suffering respiratory conditions this morning. We want to uphold her in prayer. Amen. Many needs in the body. We know we serve a living Savior. Amen. Brother Jeremiah, would you please? Thank you. Let's all bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we just come before you, Lord. We are needy people, O oh God, but you're an all-sufficient God that supplies every need, O oh God. We know you're near us. Father, you're with us. You're in us, O oh God. Father, we just want to bring these needs before you this morning. Brother Alan King's younger sister, Lord, we just pray that you just touch her, Lord Jesus, this respiratory condition, O oh God. We just come and just meet this need, O oh God. Lord, the many unspoken needs, Lord, the ones that cannot even be uttered, O oh God, but Lord, from our hearts, O oh God, you hear the inside of our hearts, Lord. And Father, we just bring these needs before you, Lord. We thank you, O oh God, for dying for us, Lord Jesus, and rising again, Lord. You truly are the light of the world, Lord. But Father, you're not a God of 2,000 years ago. You're a God of today. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Your word has never changed and it never shall, and is here with us right now. Father, would you just bless this service, O oh God? the worship that we're going to bring forth, Lord Jesus, to worship you, O God. May it just be pleasing to your ears, Lord. May you just bless the word, Lord, that would come forth. May it just meet every need and come to every heart. We just love you. We thank you. Bless this tithes, the offerings that are given, Lord Jesus, to, to supply the needs, Lord, for your word, Lord, to get out, O God. We just love you. We thank you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Just before we take up the offering, why don't you greet the brother or sister next to you, give them a Christmas blessing. Brother Brown said the best thing you can say to someone, God bless you. And then you may have your seats as we take up the offering. Amen. If you're visiting this morning, we do want to extend a very warm welcome to you. I know we have a couple family members of the Gindo family here, Paul Mboise's, Brother Emmanuel's nephew is here from Montreal, and then Christian Cananglia, excuse me, kind of I'm not even going to try that last name, Brother Christian. <laughs> Forgive me. Sister Francine's nephew is also here from Quebec City. Where are they? Just so we can welcome them. God bless you. Nice to have you here with us this morning. Anyone else here with us? God bless you. I trust you are blessed this morning in the service. There was an announcement also uh, for the potluck after the watch night service. There is going to be an email that goes out with additional information, but we just wanted to remind everyone that there is going to be a uh, potluck and a gathering here at the church after the New Year's service, which will be next Sunday evening. So again, there's no service this coming Wednesday. We're going to be using this week in preparation for the New Year's service, and then there'll be a Sunday morning as usual next week, followed by a 7 p.m. New Year's service that night. So it'll be a nice full day. We're in the New Year all together. Not literally. We're not here at midnight anymore. Thank the good Lord for that. But <laughs> Isn't it good to be a Christian, though? Amen. We're going to invite the Sunday school to come sing for us at this time. And I want to sing Joy to the World with you. 
Amen. There might not be a lot of joy in the world, but there's no reason for there not to be. He is risen. He has come. He is our Savior, and we can have joy here this morning. So let's sing this together as the children will come and just prepare for the special with the Sunday school. Oh, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Oh, joy. sounding joy repeat the sounding joy repeat repeat the sounding joy no more let sins and sorrows grow no thorns infest the ground for he comes to do is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is. He rules the world, oh, He rules the world with truth and grace, and makes the nations prove the glories of His right. And wonders of his love, and wonders of his love, and wonders, wonders of us. Sing the first verse again. Oh, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart. Verse 4, one more time. Yes, he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and
Right, let's give them another round of applause. God bless you, children. You enjoyed that. Well, come all you faithful, Brother Ben, once you get back to the piano, we'll sing that as they make their way out and have a couple more songs before we turn the service to our brother Tom. And we appreciate all those who work with the Sunday School. Thank you so much. Sometimes it feels maybe a little bit thankless when you're there at 945 and no one else is, but we appreciate it very much. God bless you, musicians and those who help with the singing and all the teachers. Amen. It takes a body to really make all this happen, and we are truly blessed. Let's sing together as we continue to rejoice. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Can we do an E-flat, Brother Ben? Would that be all right? Oh, come, all ye
of it all. You are worthy of it all. Amen. He's worthy of it. lift up our voices to the King of glory. Amen. We're not looking at history. We're not looking to the future. We are serving the God of the present. Amen. You are worthy of it all, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, as we approach the throne of grace together as a collective body here at Cloverdale Bible Way, Lord, we pray that our praise would be pleasing to you, that we could lift up the Lord of glory, the omnipotent one, Lord, come out of the pages of your Bible and make the word alive to each and every one of us, Lord. We do not want a dead letter, but it's the Spirit of God that giveth life. Let that word become life into the hearts of your children. We do rejoice in the goodness of God. We thank you for salvation this morning. We thank you for deliverance this morning. We thank you for the victory we have in Christ Jesus. Lord, who else would we go to to give praise but our lovely Lord Jesus? So, Father, we just pray now as we turn to the word that you will break the bread of life. You took a little boy's lunch, Lord, and you fed the thousands. Lord, we're not thousands here this morning, but would you break the bread of life to us? And God, may we feast on this glorious body word of the Son of Man himself. Lord, we commit now the service to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Everybody happy to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. They call it Christmas Eve. Well, okay. It's Christmas Eve. But I came across a quote Brother Brown just said. He says, you know, I don't know what Merry Christmas means, but I sure know what Blessed Christmas means. So he said, Blessed Christmas, church. So we'll take the blessedness of God's Word, and, and we want you to have a wonderful time with your family and friends. There's a, quite a few missing, so that's okay. They're traveling or have traveled or are traveled or they have, they're there. <laughs> so we just trust that when they get back, we'll have a wonderful time. Hope they're back by... Um, New Year's Eve, then we can rejoice all together. Well, look around the room. I want you to look around the room. Look at God's trophies around the room. Huh? Look at that. <laughs> Matthew, who thought, man, we're, we're trophies of the king. The king himself has come to our lives. Amen. Well, God bless you. And um, I told the brothers I'm going to start off right away, but it looks like I'm not, so I've already broken my promise. God bless you all. God bless you. I'd like to bring greetings to you from Brother Ed and Sister Ruth. We were with them last night, and they said, be sure to greet the people on our behalf, and thank you for your emails, your letters, 
whatever form of medium you had to bless our dear and precious brother Ed and sister Ruth Biscal, and they want to thank you for your gifts and your kind thoughts and your words and all that's been done for them. God bless you on behalf of Brother Ed and Sister Ruth. And they have a blessed day today, as they said. But we'll be on the internet, and we'll be watching the people. So there's an all-seeing eye also watching you. <laughs> and the cameramen that never get recognized, God bless you. We thank you for you. Um, I know when I'm away, I said, why don't they pan the people a little bit more? We want to see who's there. Well, we're happy to have Brother Marco and Michael back from South Africa. I I saw Marco leaning against that wall there. I didn't know whether he was holding the wall up or the wall was holding him up. They've just arrived and we're happy that they had wonderful meetings and I know the children are so missed, Dad, on both sides, and we missed them, didn't we? And I, I'll never forget Wes. We had a time together as a family, and Wes says to I said, hey, Wes, how, how are you doing? Do you mind me saying this, Wes? Is that okay? He says, I said, how are you doing, Wes? Your best buddy has been away for a long time. He says, yeah. On his birthday, he's at Kruger Park. <laughs> he says, well, he, he deserves it. He said, my dad deserves it. And I said, yeah, that's the way to do it. He says, yeah, but when he gets back, it was on your birthday. You were there, right? He says, dad goes to Kruger Park on his birthday. Lions, elephants, etc. Welcome home, dad. Here's a Toblerone. (laughs) I said, your Toblerone wins. It came from you, Wes. Well, God bless you all. And without any further delay, the announcements were made regarding New Year's and Wednesday service. So um, we don't want anybody here knocking on the door and think the rapture's taking place. <laughs> Where are the people? Well, they're probably in the back rooms doing some songs or something. So please, let's turn in our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11. I titled a little message this morning, The Present. And now I know it's Christmas and you're thinking maybe I'm speaking on the present. But that's wrong. That's not what I'm speaking on. I'm speaking on the present. Uh, one one uh, brother in Christ many years ago in the ages gone by said, you know, there's nothing really of value thinking about a God of yesterday, a value to a God of tomorrow. He said the most value is a God of the present. And um, it might be a little bit of a different service. That's all right. It's Christmas mo- or but Christmas Eve morning, and I know you got things to do. But we're gonna take our time. It's maybe not one of those you know type of services. I'm probably one of the largest subjects that you could look at, and we could run this thought. I think for the year. So I feel very very small to approach this great subject. So if you would mind, Hebrews, um, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Everybody there? Did I say that? No? Okay. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Let's read it together. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. I want you to just 
stop right there. Not was, not will be. So let's just start the reading over again, please. But what? It's impossible. And he is a rewarder. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we again bow in your presence. We've read your word. The saints have read your word. And now, Father, would you come to your word? We commit now the service to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Have your seats, please. As I said, the present tense gospel will be my subject. And I'm I'm amazed that Brother Ryan, um, and that's the gift of a song leader, is to sing songs that are uh, relevant and pertinent, maybe to the little message that comes and whoever preaches at that time. You always are looking for confirmations. And that God would be pleased on, and have a, a thought that goes through the scripture and your worship. So that's always a, a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. So can I, I'm going to read a quote um, out of the mighty God unveiled before us. He said, Moses went down to Egypt and told the church fathers that the Lord God had visited him. In the name, Brother Roy, I think you're going to like this one. In the name of the I am. That name is a present tense. That name is a present tense. Not I was, not I will be, but I can't. Not I will be, not I was but I am ever the same, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the present tense. Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I'll just take it slow because I want you to um, maybe... Just be strengthened in the word and edified and built up in it. Brother Branham said, he says, now, he said, if we would just realize that his presence is with us every hour, every moment, every day, he said, you'd live a different life. He's not a God that is up in the heaven somewhere. He is a very present help in time of trouble. He's present. He's a present God. And so then you, you say, well, Brother Tom, are, are you speaking a message on the present or the present? I'm preaching on the present. Did you get that? It's the present. It's the present tense God that I'd like to speak on. A lot of people today... At this time of this year, are looking to the past. They're looking to uh, a little child in a manger. He was born and never actually pointed back to the manger himself. 
And yet the whole world is getting swallowed up in a babe in a manger. I'm not anti-Christmas. I'm just telling you facts here. So don't get too quiet on me. I get nervous. But if you live in the past, then you've got a past tense God. If you're always living in the future, you've got a future God that has no value because you're not there. But if you're in the present, then he can do anything for you. And that is where a lot of people's minds are. They are looking for something or they look past the something, forgetting that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Very, very important. Brother Brown called it the keystone thought within the Bible. A keystone. You know what a keystone is? I'm sure the teachers do and principals do and everybody knows what a keystone is. The keystone is the main stone in the arch, right? It's the, it's the keystone. It holds the arch together. You take away the keystone, you've got a bunch of rubble. And if you take away this keystone that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, what kind of a gospel do you have? So the theme of a prophet's message today was Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever... And to only believe that. He's the same. So you might be here a backslider. I say, he delivers the backslider. You might be here a sinner. He delivers the sinner. You might be here a believer. He refills the believer. (laughs) Amen. So I know we're all prettied up and looking sharp. The men and the ladies and... And you're looking fine this morning. But now in God's looking glass, how are we looking? In our soul. I'm just laying a little foundation because I want, I want and desire you to see that if you live with God in the present, then you start to realize all things are possible. Mm-hmm. Because if he's a very present help at time of trouble, then why, why don't you have victory? Why don't you have the joy? Joy to the world, the Lord. You, and they got to have another drink. Uh-huh. But I'm drinking at another fountain. And I can say, joy to the world. My king has come. But I'm not looking to yesterday. I'm looking to Revelation 10, 1, who's come down today. My king has come. Oh, children, I'm going to, I wanted to I put a little present here for you. Say, oh, I wonder what's in in that present. But whatever's in that present is going to help your soul. But what God has released through the opening of his word, that will save your soul. And this book has been unwrapped. None of this nonsense of just being lukewarm. Because if he's here, why aren't we worshiping him? Why aren't we rejoicing in his presence? This is the church of God. We say, Lord, we welcome you. Wherever two or three are gathered in our midst. If Jesus was actually going to walk down this aisle, there would be a little bit different, wouldn't it, Brother Gil? We would probably follow him right up here. Speak to me, Master. Speak to me, Jesus. But they, what Satan has done has put him in yesterday. We can look at yesterday to know that whatever he did yesterday, he does today. I'm not going to nullify that at all. But if he did it yesterday, he does it today. Amen. He's a deliverer. 
He's a Savior. He's a mighty God. Amen. So then, He is that present God. You have a need this morning. Open the present. See what's inside. Don't get caught up in church this morning. Don't get caught up in the, in the, well, the songs and the children and, you know, we're in church and we're going to put in our hour, hour and a half. And Brother Ram called that the wrapping. He called that the wrapping. He says, let's get caught up in what's in the wrapping. And if we don't have Christ in this present, what do we got? A formality. Formality will kill you. Turn to Exodus 3, verse 14. Brother Roy, I'm going to ask you to stand up and read it aloud. You can't see? We'll pray for you. <laughs> you want my glasses? Okay. <laughs> it's okay, Roy. It's okay. I'll read it for you. Because I know this is a very special subject for Brother Roy. We had a prayer meeting this year, and, and, and Brother Roy expounded on the I am. Well, I thought as I was studying, I thought, hey, that's Brother Roy. He loves that subject. So here we go. Exodus 3.14. And God said unto Moses, what? What did he say? I am that I what? So the God that was Moses is a very present God. Is that true? He's not I was. He said I am that I am. I'm just going to go it slow because I'm just going to look for the right time to punch it. So how did he reveal himself in that first exodus? How did he reveal it? I am that I am. So let's take a look at what the I am is, Charity. Let's just take a little bit of a look at this, okay? Can you turn to Genesis 1-1? Maybe a little bit of a, more of a study. Genesis 1, 1. Genesis 1, 1 says, In the beginning, God. So we all could probably quote that right off, no problem. What's Genesis 1, 1 say? In the beginning, God. But if you just look at it that way, that's scripture. But if we dig just a tiny bit deeper, God is trying to show us right from the opening scripture that it's more than just G-O-D, God, an object of worship, God. It conveys, I want you to listen now, it conveys a continuing presence. God is a continuing present God. In the beginning, God. It's a continuing present God with his people. 
not limited and not bound by time, space, or history. God is not bound by time, space, or history. He's a God where the scripture says, a God of providence. That's, this is the meaning of God here. We're just taking a little look at this. He's a God of providence. A God that previsions, as we've preached years ago, and a God that provides. So the providence of God, he sees, he cares, he knows, and he provides. So we're not going to put him in history because we had a prophet that raised him out of history. I don't think that the Lord himself being present Every place he went, Brother Bram says, he caused a stir. (laughs) So if the present God is here, then there should be a little bit of stirring, a little bit of praise, a little bit of thanksgiving, a little bit of worship, and to think that a God that was in the eons of ages gone by is a God that is present here this morning. I love this God. I love this Lord Jesus. I love this very present one that is self-existing in himself. He doesn't need your permission to move on your children's behalf. He does not need your, uh, your permission to deal with my wife or deal with my husband or deal with my family. He doesn't need your permission. He's not bound by it. He's the all-sufficient one. He's the almighty God. He's not a babe in a manger. He's a living God in a people. Don't put him back in history. Bring him up today. At that day, you shall know, I'm in the Father. The Father's in me. I in you and you in me. What day, Brother Tom? This day. Hallelujah. No, we're not just a nice little church. We are a people that are going to be raptured. In fact, we are people in the rapture. What a present God. Put a little emphasis on the present for the children. They'll say, is Brother Tom going to give us a present? I'd like to unwrap the present God to you this morning. This glorious unwrapped gift. That was given to us. So this God of the I am. That revealed himself to Moses. Who was going to deliver a people. Said what? I'm going to tell the people. What's your name Leah? What's your name? Do you know your name? What is it? Are you serious? I thought you were Jane. No I've been told I'm Leah. All my life. Because that's my name. But now God's going to start reveal or unwrap and tell you what he is and his name. My name is I am. Oof. Not I will be, I am. Who serves the God of the I am this morning? 
<laughs> That's a good question, isn't it? Who serves the God of the I am? Then if he's of the I am, then he's the present God. And if he's present, then all things are possible. Only belief. Amen. Don't worry about your turkey or your roast. The longer you worry, the longer I preach. <laughs> and then you can have burnt offerings. He's infinite. There's no limit of any kind. Let's unwrap. Let's look what's in the present. Tense. God. He's infinite. No limit of any kind. He's sovereign. In his sovereignty. I would think I'd get a little bit more, more than just a, and a glare and a look. and a, We're talking about your God. You leave me alone then in my world because I want to praise him. I want to praise him this morning. Because he's not a God of history to me. He's a God of the present. A God that can deliver me from last night to this morning. That I can be standing here. That's my kind of God. He's sovereign. He has the authority to use all power. He is a self-sufficient one. He's the omniscient. That means all things are known effortlessly. His knowledge is instant. His thoughts are perfect. <laughs> so let me just ve veer off to later on in the sixth page. Then if every thought is perfect, and you're a manifested thought, what are you? What are you? What are you? Perfect. In Christ. In the I am, I'm perfect. I'm healed. I'm saved. I'm delivered. Glory. Let the saints in the balcony say so. He's my God. He's omniscient. He knows all things effortlessly. Every thought is a perfect thought. And if you are a thought manifested today, eternal in the mind of God, then you are as perfect as he is because it's not your perfection. It's your perfection in the I am. Can you say amen? amen. Are you unwrapping the gift? Throw the paper away. Get into service. Let's worship him this Christmas Eve morning. Listen, you're not the Queen of Sheba, and you're not the three Magis that are traveling for a year, a year and a half, two years to see the king. The king's here. He's present, tense. He's omnipresent. We're just still talking about that one word, God, in Genesis 1-1. He's omnipresent. That means when you fail, he sees your failings. But when you ask for forgiveness, he sees the blood. 
well, I think I'm going to get away with this. No, you don't. You have crafted your own small G-O-D. Yep, you've got a false idol before you. Because if you don't take this word and this message, you've got a crafted idol. And you're worshiping a false idol. But I want you this morning to open the gift. The present tense God and rejoice. He is your deliverance. More than you want deliverance. He wants to deliver you. Amen. He wants you to be filled with him. My. He's omnipresent. Fills all time and space. We're talking about the omniscient God whose thoughts are perfect. We're talking on the present God who's everywhere because he's omniscient. And he's an omnipotent God, all-powerful, unlimited, and he's able to do anything. My, I thought that would get a daddy who's got a backslidden boy or a backslidden girl on their feet saying, that's my God. Go after him. Send the token after him. Oh, you don't wrap the gift. Open the gift of the present tense God. Say, well, I got perfect faith in the perfect God that's going to bring them. Well, then exercise your faith. Works as faith expressed. My prophet preached that. Mm. So in the beginning, we're still in the beginning. In the beginning, God, Elohim, the omnipresent, the omniscient, the omnipotent God, is the God that came down and revealed his name to Moses. One commentator says, well, that is such a, 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 why would he ask that question, being that he was a Hebrew? And all these guys, they got all their thoughts. I come to a conclusion on Saturday. Forget the theologians. <laughs> They're useless. I'm sorry, I'll say that in a, a nice way. They have a limited understanding, though they think they got all understanding. But I'll take the thought of a God that sends it through the microphone, William Branham which is Malachi 4, which is Luke 17, 30. If God, in his right mind, said, Behold, I'll send you Elijah the prophet to introduce to you the I am of God. Then I say, he's a present God this morning. And we forget what they got the tinsel out there. Let's worship him in praise. Come on, Brother George. You're going to have to help me preach this morning. Hallelujah. He's a present tense God. Now, forgive my Hebrew language because I might pronounce it wrong, but I even got onto Google last night to start getting, because I guess I never, on Google you can find anything. I'm a slow learner. <laughs> and so I, I looked up what is the Hebrew uh, verbiage for God in the Hebrew. Well, one of their definitions of God is aseity. Aseity. Never heard it before, but as I was studying it through, 
He's an aseity deity. He's a one God. He's an aseity. It means he's self-existing. We live in a world where nothing is self-sufficient. They want to make you feel Satan has so lifted up this generation. I'm self-sufficient in myself. I can do this. No, you can't. You can't hardly even tie your shoelaces. How do we tie shoes? How many ties? I don't know how to tie shoes. That's four and under. You had to learn to tie your shoe. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. You know there's more than one bow to right, tie your shoe? Boy, I'm really getting down to the kids' level here. They're listening to me. You can tie it with a bow. You can tie it with a knot. You can tie it with all different things. Half bow, full bow. I thought, man, I'm not tying a tie. I'm just tying my shoe. So many different ways to do something. And then we get told we can do anything what we, what we, what we want to be. I only want to be what he wants me to be. So when you children become young adults and make a decision in life to go in further education, the idea is to find what is the mind of God so you don't venture two or three years down the road and find out you have to do a U-turn and start all over again. It would have been best to have prayed and caught the mind of God and to realize then, I'm not self-sufficient, but he's self-sufficient. He's self-existing. We live in a world where nothing is self-sufficient, but everybody thinks they're self-sufficient. I know God. Don't tell me, preacher, what I am. And a whole world rejected the greatest gift, the present tense God in this generation. And they went after their tinsel and their wrapping paper. And they wanted their form of religion. They wanted their offerings and say, the prophet's not here. I say, that is ridiculous that they just wanted the wrapping paper Instead of what was in that prophet. They might not have liked the rapping. But I'll tell you what. I sure love the God that's in that prophet. And you know. I'll let you know. I like the rapping myself. I like how God wraps a gift. And I'll take that rapping. So then we can look to this. Present tense God. Where. As the children might say, and Julian, if he's listening and can understand what Brother Tom's saying, he's a brilliant little young man. Daddy, where did God come from? And uh, how many of us have heard that from our little children? Daddy, where did God come from? And you know the um, overwhelming answer? Even from... People that hardly even believe that there is a God. They said, they throw up their hands and say, well, he always is. By their own testimony. They know that God always is. Means that he's the I am. (laughs) And they make confession to it, but don't realize what they're saying. It's an incredible study. Where did this present tense God come from? Where did God come from? And the right answer is, God always is. He always is and always has been a very present God. 
present with his own thoughts, present when he has manifested thoughts, and he's present with his children that are here this morning. His name, as he's revealing himself, is the I Am. You say, Brother Tom, where are you going? I know. I know exactly where I'm going. I'm going to the Word. Have you ever do, introduced yourself as an I am? Question. He says, we always have to give, like, let me put it in this way, in a proper English, not a proper English, an English. We always have to qualify what we are, but he never has to qualify who he is. Never. He's a very present God. He doesn't have to have a qualifier statement behind his name. I am because. No, he's just I am. I am that I am. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He. It's telling already now. From Genesis now we're coming into Deuteronomy. The Lord, he, it is that goeth before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee. Neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Father. (laughs) What a present. What a present tense God you are. Oh my, the Lord, Moses writes now in Deuteronomy, the Lord, this is under the blood of bulls and goats and rams and goats, huh? This is under the blood of animals, and the promise was already given to the children of Israel, and the Lord, the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee, Rena. He will be with thee in the hospital. He will be with you when you get home. He will be with you when you get into church. He will be with thee. Why? Because he's the I am of God. God giving a promise that he'll be with you. He won't fail you. He won't forsake you. He will not. He will take your fear and dismay away. I do want you to say amen to that point. Did you not preach on the amen, brother? Jean, did you preach on the amen? Who preached on the amen? You might as well stick up your hand if you did. I mean, come on. Don't be bashful. I mean, you aren't up here. I mean, you're in the back of the church. So the amen has to amen the amen. We understand that, right? So if you got the amen in you, Shouldn't your mouth be moving? <laughs> amen. Whatever Tom says, amen. Because if he preaches the word, it's amen. <laughs> I'm just going right? to, like I said, it's Christmas. Brother Ram said Christmas for the kiddies. So if we're coming down a little bit, we're trying to go up and down and trying to make it cohesive, I trust. Matthew Henry, who is also a commentator, which the, 
Spurgeon and the different great preachers of old often quoted. He said, the best of men can only say, I am what he made me I am. The I am was always the I am. But you were a gene thought in the mind of God manifested today. Proven you are eternal in the thoughts of God. But without God you would not be. Did you get that? Without God there is no you. So if God's thoughts are eternal and you're a thought manifested of God. And you are a son and daughter of God born by the word of God. You are eternal. Outside of that you're serpent seed. And at best, foolish virgin, and that's another subject these brothers could probably cover a lot better than me. You got purchased on the fabric, but you didn't get in the pattern. And you got a tribulation coming. And as we've said over the last few weeks, you got a little taste of it and seeing what tribulation's going to be. From over in Israel and Gaza. So our opening scripture was, but without faith it's impossible to please him. For he, come, he that cometh to God must believe that he was. Doesn't even ring right, does it? It doesn't even ring right. And so quickly something comes out of you say, no, it's not he was. He that believeth. He's, but without faith it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. So I'm just asking the question, why are we not delivered? I want to come into the new year, and I got already a message for, for the new year. But I, I want you to think, if he's an ever-present God, and he, everything in him, and if we preached on the seven redemptive names of God, he's Jehovah Nisi, he's Jehovah Tiskanu, he's, uh, he's Jehovah Shepherd, he's Jehovah Shalom, he's all these seven compound names of God. And, and, and Brother Bram says you can't take one of them out. So he's your righteousness, he's your victory, he's your healer. He's never a negative. Everything in God is positive. Think about it, saints. Why are you negative? There shouldn't be a negative thought in your mind, he said. So if you've got the thought of God, why is there a negative thought? Why have you let Satan play with your mind? Because you've crafted a false idol. People say, oh, I've got my interpretation of the message. Well, go ahead. You're on dangerous ground. You add one word. As Eve added one word, Satan has lied to you. You must be born again. And only the born again spoken word, seed genes of God, are eternal. You don't fall in that category. We're going home. You can have my car. My house, my pool, and everything that you would wish. But I've got a future home. Amen. I've got a city built of transparent gold. Say, oh, Tom, you're so carnal. Well, I also have a new body also, so I'll get to things that are to be future home and all these things. Because he is the I am. 
So I, I, I don't want to overstep where I, I'd like to go. But Brother Bram said, he already sees you there. Because he's not a God of the I was and a God of the future. That's what he is. Brother Bram said he spent thousands of years creating that home for you. My. Isn't that incredible? That's where we're going to. What a present tense God. How many know Psalms 46 1 in light of this little message this morning? God is our refuge and a very help in time of Christ. Not a past help, future help. He's a present help. Oh, somebody scream out, that's nothing but the truth. <laughs> that's nothing but the truth. Who's gone through a very dark time? Has he seen you through it? Has he seen you through it? Then he's a very present help in time of trouble. If he's seen you through that, he'll see you through it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's my God. My, That's my God. I don't want to put him in the past. I want to put him right here this morning. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name. Oh, I love that Syrophoenician woman. I love her. When we get over to heaven and we're going to have a joyous time, I guess Brother Brown said we'll be able to hug one another over there. But I'll hug her. I'll say, what an example you were. You knew the condition. And you knew there's only one could meet your question. And that one was the I am. How to get a little bit more than that? Because I'm going to get into the I am in St. John's gospel. I am the bread of life. That's what Jesus said. He's I am. Before Abraham was. <laughs> Oh, my God, how great you are. So our God is our refuge when we have a problem. Because if you run into him, he's your counselor. He is your counselor. He's your high tower. He's the present, present God. You say, well, Brother Tom, you counseled me to do this. Well, I'd love for you to counsel with God. On your knees, praying, have God speak to you. Then you don't have to look to God in flesh. You can look to the God of glory. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. You're going to get me excited yet, one way or another. Can you turn to Isaiah 43.1, please? But now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by name, and thou art mine. You tell me, if some devil tried to get my children when they were little, do you think I would allow them on my property? Would I allow that demon on my property? 
I have walked my office. I have walked my house. I have rebuked the devil. Come on, people. That's where you got to go. He's mine. God gave them to me. I couldn't have children. You gave me those children. I rebuke you, devil. Take your hands off of them. You say, well, it's more real to you because you couldn't have children. No, every child is a gift from God. And if they're your gifts, you claim them. I rebuke the enemy this morning. I don't care if it's my children. I don't care if it's my grandchildren. I claim every one of them. Hallelujah. Because it's the I am who's the all-sufficient one, who's the omnipresent one, who's the omniscient one. He's the all-powerful one. What's your problem? Do we need to have a victory march? You say, are you getting Pentecostal? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a Pentecostal church? So I wouldn't even know what it is to have a, whatever I called it, a march. But I want to say to you, victory's mine. I took it out of the present. It's mine. Mine. Jesus is mine. Jesus is mine some of the time. Doesn't ring right, right? Jesus is mine. Oh, all the time, only when I come to church. When a preacher pounds me. Somebody says, "Why, Tom, you're so hard. I thought, I thought I'm being nice. You know, I like to pound the devil. I don't believe the sheep of God need to be beat. Never. Never. They need to be encouraged and strengthened and edified in the word of God. Because Jesus said, unless the Father draws you, you can't come anyway. So this hard pounding is not scriptural. It's God sent out the net. Said, come unto me, ye that are heavy laden. Now, different ones have a different delivery. Yes, we've got a five-fold ministry. But to get you saved every day of the week, if you're saved today, you're saved You don't have to put a question mark in the minds of the people. We are here to unwrap the gift so you can see what is in Christ, that you can have victory over that devil that's been riding you. Come on, Shamgar. Let's wake up. Uh Uh-huh. He was tired of them taking the labors of his life and taking what is his children's bread and his wife's sustenance And he got mad at the devil, took the ox goad, and he beat 600 Philistines. Not Samson. Shamgar. Why? Because he's an all-sufficient God, omnipotent God, omnipresent God. And I love what David said when he went to Goliath. He said, you come to me with a sword and a spear and a shield. But I come to you in the name of the Lord. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting God. And he'll defeat you, devil, anytime, place, anywhere. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and has formed thee, O Israel. Fear not, for I've redeemed you, called you by name, you're mine. What could separate me from the love of my God? Nothing, because he's the fountain of love. Your mind is enmity. Your thoughts, if they're not the thoughts of God, are enmity. Let this mind that was in Christ be in you. Now, saints of God, think about it. How many theological colleges, I should have Googled that, are in the world today with 50 million different thoughts on the scripture? But God comes in this generation, anoints a prophet to say, behold the Lamb of God. And people just refused what was in the package. Verse 2, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. Say amen. amen. And when thou walkest through the fire. Oh, you say, Brother Tom, fire? Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through the fire. Seven times hotter, not just fire. And they could stand here today and say, my God is omniscient. He knew a perfect thought of us, and we didn't care whether we were burned or not burned, but God cared. God cares about you. So whether you go through the water, whether you go through the river, whether you go through the fire, the Bible goes on to say, Thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee, for I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel. I am thy Savior. Yeah. Hallelujah. Did he deliver you? As we've often said, if he's delivered you, he's not going to lose you. He can't. Because that would be an imperfect thought. And every thought of God's perfect. Malachi 3, 6 says, I am the Lord. I change not. I change not. Everything I do, everything I say is perfect. Hmm. Broken cisterns, this is what the prophet says here. He says, let me say that same God that was in the days gone by that we speak of so much, he is present here now. Not some theological understanding, but a personal knowledge of the vindication that life would pour out in the last days. The Holy Spirit is on his church The Holy Spirit is on his church. He's not an I was. He's still the I am. I am a present tense always God. And that's why a prophet can have such blessed assurance when he's standing there. If I have spoken the word, Lord, confirm your word. Did he? Did he? Every time he asked him to come, did he come? Amen. My. But my ministry 
and you've heard this often, my ministry is different from a pastor or a teacher. This ministry, see, is to declare him that he is here. Then if we are to speak under our messenger, she will be the final to the final age. She will say the same. Mm. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Anybody got a stomach problem? I did. Last night. That old devil. Who won? The devil or God? Yes, he did. And I'm standing here. First thing my wife said to me after I got out of my study this morning, she said, how are you feeling, honey? Perfect. And you know what, Brother Tim? You impressed me very much. Uh Uh-huh. We were down in Dallas, Texas. Brother Tim was a standalone soldier here. And sweating it out, preaching his heart out, and he's sicker than a dog. Were you? No, yeah, exactly. That's the way I'd look at it, too. Hmm. But I looked at your shirt. <laughs> huh? That's the kind of men I want to be with. Men that can fight the devil, know who they are in Christ, and set the devil running and having victory. Not just a mentality of an idea that I'm supposed to be, but that's what I am. Glory! That's what I am in the I am. Oh my. I want all of us to get in sync. I saw you, Karen and Gil, skating and we're trying to get in sync. We want to get in sync and we want to boot the devil out of here together. Not just the preacher. Not just the ministry. But everybody. I pray for you children today, Brother Richard. I I prayed for them. Why? Because they're a part of me. Amen. I'm going to believe for them. And I haven't prayed enough for them, but this morning we just said, Lord, get a hold of Daryl. Get a hold of Levi. Get a hold of Chad. Why not? Why not? Loose them. Give them a clear mind. Give them a desire to want a living God. That is present. I'm not a dope smoker out there and come back to church and get a drug test. I'm sorry, friends. I can walk into any test facility. I'm not a marijuana, dope smoking, cocaine freak. But there's a lot around here. Not here, out there. After you get tested, go to a job site, go home. What do they have testings for? Because people have lost their minds. Satan has mocked them and is mocking them. And but by the grace of God, there go I. Mm -hmm. It is the grace of God that keeps us here rejoicing this morning about the goodness of God. I just your brother. But when the angel of the Lord moves down, it becomes then the voice of God.
If it's the voice of God, then the I am is present. Because Jesus says, also, before Abraham was, I am. Well, but we know you're Joseph and Mary's son. They saw the wrapping. I saw the gift. I am God's voice to you. See, I said it again. That time it was under inspiration. So then who said it the first time if it's the second time was under inspiration? It was him that said, I can say nothing in myself, he goes on to say. But what he shows me, I say, you believe it and watch what happens. It is not the voice of carnal flesh of the... Brother Ram so often to say, Charles and Ella Branham. I'm no longer identified with Roy and Evelyn Ray when I was born again. I'm a son of God. Brother Ram says in Thinking Man's Filter, I've seen that light turn around. There stood seven golden candlesticks. And he's talking about the rainbow, when he had, the place that he'd spoken the squirrels into existence. What kind of ministry? You know, we just roll that off. But a man that could speak like Moses spoke, let there be flies. It was not Moses that was saying that. God, through Moses, was saying, let there be. And in this day, in this exodus, there's a God that came down, unwrapped himself. And said, let there be a spoken word, bride of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I am the bread of life, John 3. I'm John 6, 35. I am the light of the world, John 8, 12. I am the door to the sheepfold, John 10, 7. I am the good shepherd, John 10, 11. I am the resurrection and the life, John eleven twenty five. I am the way and the truth and the life, John 14, 16. I am the true vine. Glory, present God, to meet your needs. Not a God of the past, not a God of the future, but a God today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I come to church this morning. God made this scripture real to me a long time ago. But it's more real to me now than ever before. Psalms 62.5. My soul waiteth thou only upon God. For my expectation is in him. <laughs> my expectation's in him. God put it in me. And my expectation's in him. All through my life's journey and coming up, I go, my goodness, Tom, you're going down memory lane. How God met you here. Well, Jacob did. You visited places where he built a memorial. And God met me there. And God met me there. And then God met me there. What did he do to me? He made himself the God of the present. Not a God of my mind. Not a God of my understanding. 
but he's a God of my present. He's the God of my present. Hallelujah. My soul waiteth thou only upon God for my expectation of my body change is in him. The I am. The omniscient, omnipotent God. Please don't put him back in the package. Tear it off this morning. Say, Lord, whatever's in there for me, I want to take it. Have you ever given the gift to somebody and they throw it away? How would you feel? How would you feel? You gave me a gift. You came to mankind. You hung on a cross. The gift of salvation, the redemption of mankind was given. And men continually push it away, push it away, push it away. But I trust we're a group of people that embrace it, embrace it, embrace it. He's mine, 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 mine. Can you turn to Romans 8, 28? I know we won't have time, but I would like to get to a certain point. Can we sing Jehovah of the old is Jesus of the new? It's a mighty revelation that came from me, from him, for me and you, or for me and you. Romans 8, are you there? Verse 28. So if he's omniscient, he's omnipotent, omnipresent. I want you to keep that in your mind as we read now Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good. Why? He's omniscient. Every thought is good. So, well, I went through a terrible thing, but God's got a thought of you. And character is won by what? Characters molded through trials. And from trials comes victory. From victory comes character. Everything works to the good. What does it say there? To them that love God. Do you love God? Then everything works to the bad. This isn't a new expression that I hear. I'm bad. I heard that yesterday. I go, what? I'm bad? Have you heard that? Nobody here heard that? Kids, young people. Rena, thank you. You're helping me. How does Sister Rena hear that and you don't, young people? Don't look at me like that. You've heard it and you know it. Because it's a new expression. I'm bad. Well, I would like you to change it to I'm good. Because my goodness doesn't come from myself. The goodness comes from God. You know, this nurse comes in, she says, you know, she's talking about something, and Joanne, you know, said, no, that's not right, and so forth, and she says, it's my bad. What does that mean? My bad? I'm not bad. I make mistakes, but I'm not bad. <laughs> Don't let the devil tell you you're bad. Don't you ever tell the kids, your kids, hey, that's, you can say, that's bad, but you're not bad. I'm sorry, I'm you know, I raise my family, you raise yours. You're not bad. I'm bad. Whoever says that around here, don't let me hear it. We have a deacon board. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the nice guy now. <laughs> no. It's Satan. In verbiage, language, and action. 
that tries to belittle you. You're not. You're the queen. You're the chosen. You're the elected, as we're going to get into here. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, who are what? Not just called, the called, specific. I'm the called. I'm the chosen of God. I'm the elected. It's making it personal present. Hmm. To them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did. So God foreknew you. That's now he's omniscient. God knows all things. So everything you go through, God's with you. Shall we say that again? Because if he's omniscient, you can't divide omnipresent. Right? So if he's omniscient, everything you go through, God knows that you're going to go through it. He allows the enemy. He steps back. He allows it because God's got a plan in his mind. That there's going to be a church that will not deny this word. She'll stand true, she'll stand firm, and she's unshakable. Hallelujah. You say, that's me, Brother Tom. That's me, Brother Tom. That's nothing but the truth. I am the called according to God's purpose. For whom he did foreknow. The omniscient of God before the foundation of the world. And before that time. And before that time. Which starts popping our minds. Because when you talk about God that way. We're only a finite mind. But he's infinite. And he says now. He says. To them that are the called. Because God has a purpose for you. You say, well, I'm a nobody. You are not a nobody. How many have ever, 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 I said this one time before, and they, and, uh, they said, well, why, how would you even say that, Brother Tom? How many of you thought of your gallbladder this morning, and some of you don't even have one? How about your pancreas? Hmm? Anybody get up this morning and say, thank you, Lord, for my heart. It's still beating. It's part of your body. But when you look in the mirror, you go, (laughs) guilty, guilty, guilty. God's got a purpose for every one of us. And one fills this purpose, one fills that purpose, another brother or another sister does this and fills that purpose. It's rich. It's richer than we give it. We're so carnal and the devil says, you're bad. My bad. And I'd like to preach on that now. I'd like to boo him right out of here. For whom he did foreknow in the foreknowledge of God, he did predestinate. And to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, they also called. And whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. 
Did you get that? The called, the predestinated, the justified are already glorified. I just want you to hold that now. Then it's the foreknowledge of God in his omniscience. In his great mind, he knows exactly your situation. But he would like you to know if you open up the present tense God, if he knows all things we go through, then we realize he's with us going through the trial. That makes it a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier. And then he wants to show himself omnipotent by loosening the grip that Satan had on your life. Trying to bring you down. And you tell the devil, get behind me. I'm a redeemed, predestinated, called, chosen of God. Justified. I never did it in the first place. And I am now glorified. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, we shall also appear with him in glory. We got that, right? When Christ is manifested, then we are manifested into not just the glory of God, but to the thought of God. The omniscience of God. The glory of his thought of you. Can you give me just a few more minutes? I'm still not there yet. Help me. You're doing too, too good, actually. Brother Bram said in questions and answers, he said, just think. Your glorified body is right here at the tabernacle now. Well, he that has he's justified, he hath already glorified. He said, your glorified body is right here at the tabernacle. The presence of the Holy Spirit, which is your glorified condition. Now, people don't go all away reading the quote. You're glorified in Christ right now. Those he justified, he glorified. And your own glorified body is standing right near you in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's an omniscient God. He's omnipresent God. He's an all-powerful God. So that God being present has a being here with your glorified body in him. <laughs> in him. All proving his word, 1964, Brother Murphy quoted out of it. One of my favorite messages, plus along with about 500 other favorites. They're all favorites, 1,100 or something, 12. Well, now I don't know. All he foreknew, proving his word, he called. All he called, he justified. All that he justified, he hath glorified. Your journey is finished. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not like you got to do it. He's already done it. And in him... Your journey's finished. <laughs> Glory. 
you can have a freedom of worship. You can have a freedom of praise. Hallelujah. You're living out your part. Hallelujah. You're living it out. You're not trying to muster it out. I've got to do this. I should pray five hours, but I only pray 45. Not hours, minutes. You pray 45 hours? I wish. My, may the Holy Spirit make this real now. Just think in the presence of God, your glorified body is here. If Christ is here, your glorified body in Him is here. Amen. You finished your journey. If you are in Him, you are complete in Him. How many of you saying complete, complete, complete in Him? This is what we're talking about. We are complete in Him. Oh my, my. Like, I wish I could sing like Michael. I wish I could sing like Sister Margaret, my wife. Huh? Or I would be singing half my message. And that's probably why I didn't get a good voice. <laughs> no, we'll leave that to the singers. That's their gift. Every gift and every perfect. Notice how it says that? Every perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. Oh, my. It is so rich, saints. Let's not live in coming this Christmas and going into a new year. Let's not live a semi-lukewarm condition. That's Laodicea. But we should be thrilled with the presence of God, thrilled with this unveiled present tense God, thrilled that he sees every one of my needs and he doesn't leave me alone to go through it. Oh, that's such a peace to me. It gives me such blessed assurance that as a son that's been born again by the power of God, I have not gone through one trial by myself. And now it seems like you do, but you don't because you get through the trial. You're victorious this morning and it proves the devil. My God is omnipotent. Open the present tense. Open it up. Everything God is, you are. I, you know what? I know. Maybe I should not emphasize this as much as I do. But you know when you get to glory, Brother James, you're going to be praising, shouting, hallelujah. I don't know how the expression is going to come out of you. But I'm going to sit under a tree with Brother Murphy. And I'm going to watch all you ones that don't do nothing. And I'll go like this, Murph. Look at him. We couldn't get them to do it, but they get into glory, man. They're, they're liberated. Saints, I'm already in heavenly places. Come on, come up a little higher. We are in heavenly places in Christ. Come on. Always. Not some of the time. Brother Bram said, you're always in heavenly places. Always. Oh, my.
Musicians, get ready to come. <laughs> oh, I love him. Oh, how I adore him. He is indeed my breath, my sunshine. Now, if you want to turn to our last scripture, I hope and pray <laughs> for you. Jeremiah 29, 10. So we read out of Isaiah 41, 10. Oh, I, 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 let, let, let me, before you turn there, let me, let me finish off um, Isaiah 41, 10. Just so that you, you know that we don't sit at home with our coffee, a cup of coffee and just hatch up something in the morning. No, not one of us. Days and days, hours and hours. Fear not, for I am with thee, or be dismayed, as we read. For I am God, and I will strengthen you, and will help you, and will uphold you with my right hand of my righteousness. That is what the King James Version says. Let's take a little bit of a look at the, what the Hebrew says, what King James Version says. It, and it, it puts it more in a, um, maybe a little more, uh, how do you call it? It stutters a bit, but it, it flows okay when you get the idea. Do not fear anything. We're talking Old Testament. Come on, we're talking Old Testament. This message was to take the fear off the people. So if he's the I am of Isaiah, he's the I am of you right now. So then why do you fear church? We don't fear cancer. We don't fear nothing. But we have a godly fear, which means a reverence to God. That's not the fear that they're talking about here. So now in the Hebrew, it says, don't you fear anything. Can you say amen? I am with you. Glory. Who's with me? Jehovah's with me. Elohim's with me. Come on. El Shaddai's with me. I am your shield and great reward. <laughs> amen. This God is your God. And if they could rejoice in the Old Testament, surely there should be a people here. Glory. All glory. All glory. Listen, do not fear anything. Don't fear anything. Don't fear nothing. He said, goes on to say, I am with you. Notice it starts with, I am. I am with you. Be not dismayed. What that dismay means, don't be afraid of nothing. I am your God. Why would you fear? I will strengthen you. I will give you your assurance. Hallelujah. It's not Tom. It's not the brothers. It's the Holy Ghost himself. He said, I will strengthen you. I will give you assurance. I will help you. I will take a hold of you. I will take you by my righteous right hand. It's beautiful. It's my hand of justice. It's my hand of power. It's my hand of victory. It's my hand of salvation. Where did we leave? We're still at Jeremiah? 
I thought I forgot or something. Jeremiah 29.10. For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you in causing you to return to this place. That was a prophecy. And that prophecy is God's word. And that word will not fail. Did they come out of Babylon? Was it after 70 years? And Daniel, by the reading of the books, huh? by the reading of the book, by the reading of the book, by the reading of the Bible, by the reading of the message, we know the years have been accomplished. Unfailing presence of God, Brother Branham said, he takes his opening scripture that when the fig tree bringeth forth its leaves, unfailing presence of God, God promises are never unfailing they're always fulfilling and there's nothing going to stop the prophecy to be fulfilled there will be a church without spot without wrinkle or any such thing for I know my thoughts he's omniscient I know my thoughts towards you That I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of unrest and not of good and to an unexpected end. Hmm? No, sir. Why? Because you can't split up the omnipresent, omniscient God that he is. He can't break it up. So if God's got an expected end of you, that is a perfect thought of you, and that perfect thought is coming to its manifestation. Then shall you call upon my name. I'm sorry, you shall call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and not find me. I sure hope that's not in your app, Darren. (laughs) No. For you shall seek me and find me. You shall search for me with all your heart. Amen. When you search with me with all your heart, not half-hearted, you will never find God with a half-hearted It's all forward. The expected end. One commentator said that expected end is the hope of the music of the whole Bible. Because once God has an expected end, nothing is going to stop it from manifesting. Brother Orrin, there's not one promise. I don't care what you pray for, it's going to happen. How many have found it so? Over this past year and years, different ones have taken that word, whatever brother has spoken it, they've received it with all their heart, and God has delivered them. He's still the same this morning. In closing, redemption by judgment. And he's on his road now. I believe he's left the ivory palace. He's coming down through 
to receive his bride than were caught up in the air to meet the Lord. Wow. Now, there's a prophet that is looking into a realm of another world and telling you in that realm, he's coming to this realm to catch away a bride. Are you in that number? Have you found that to be so in your life? Have you unwrapped the present tense God this morning to fulfill all your heart's cry? God's great gift to you is himself. And he is the I am. I am. Do you believe? Do you believe? Brother Brown said, if you believe, then the angel of the Lord is here. He said, do you believe, sir? Do you believe, ma'am? Is he just that yesterday or is that here today? Is he here? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now you've moved your lips. Now we got you that far. Let's go to, do you believe it? <laughs> I believe it. He, what is that song? He said it. I believe it. <laughs> he said it. I believe. Hmm? I believe. Words wrong all the time. That's why my wife says, you put three songs in one. <laughs> but that's why the scripture says, make a joyful noise. And there's a few of us here. I'll be president, okay? <laughs> of that club. Who cannot sing. But now, surely then, the Lord can do nothing but reveal his secrets to his prophet first. So whenever God's going to open the package to unveil God, to reveal a present tense, there's always a prophet on the scene to do this. And I am so thankful to the Lord Jesus that God brought this message by my way. People can say whatever they want against it, whatever. I don't care because I know what it's done for me, my wife, my children, my boys, my grandchildren. I know what God is, is a present God. I don't have to look to a God of yesterday. I can look to a God that's present here this morning. Musicians, why don't you come? So then this morning, if you need something within that unwrapped package, a present Tense God. I don't want you to go away empty. Nothing in the box, Tom. Brother Tom, there's nothing in the box. Yes, there is. Every promise in that box is mine. It's been unveiled and revealed. I I don't have the other word. But it is rich And it is a reality. Make it yours today. You're going to be maybe some of you and and whether it be uh, through work or through family and you won't be around them. Give a tender hand outreach to them. You don't have to live this way. You don't have to scold anybody. If they've got a seed in them, there's a light in you. And it will energize that life that's there. How, do you, how can you say that, Brother Tom? 
Are you saying that the light is in you? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's transformed my life. And I'm looking at two lights that are down there. Ken behind me, Linda there. I didn't, I didn't know what they were saying. I didn't have a clue what they were preaching. I didn't have nothing. But I knew that God was there. And because God was there, my deep called out to that God there. I wonder what your deep is this morning at this Christmas season. I wonder whether or not you can open the present tense, God, and reach into the promise and say, it's mine. That's mine. That's mine. Let's stand to our feet. Hallelujah. There's no God like our... Just play it lightly, brother. Well, we're ending uh, this service this morning. And for me, it's gone fast. For you, I hope it's gone fast. But I trust that we've unwrapped a little bit of the box this morning. The book, I should say. And that you could reach deep with that hand of faith and say, that's mine. That's mine. I've been going over the year trying to prepare for the New Year service and how God gave this person this victory. God gave him that victory. They had that trial and they're out of that trial and now they're in the rejoicing season. As I said years ago, if you've come out of a trial, you're going to get ready to rejoice and then you're going to go into another trial and then you're going to come out of that trial. It's just a part of our character molding. We have a baptism this morning. That is a great victory in the present tense God that still deals with the hearts of men and of children. Kaya is getting baptized if she wants to get ready sister Wong wherever she is if she would get ready brother Murphy and Satan thought that he could have them can't have the elect and chosen of God what would you like to reach in for this morning why don't we bow our heads Brother EBA, you got your hand up so willingly. God bless you. Brother Milko, God bless you. He's a present tense God. He's a miracle working God. And I believe every promise. Maybe you'd like to raise up your hand and say, Lord, I'm going to reach in that very present tense God that is here this morning. God bless your hands. Heavenly Father, These are precious saints that are standing here. They've heard your word, and Lord, if I've said anything presumptuously, forgive me. But Lord, hands raised, not to a man. Man will fail every time. But Father, there's great needs here this morning. So, Father, would you at this, the world calls the Christmas season. And many, Lord, don't even know, as my sister did years ago, didn't even know that Jesus' name, didn't know your name, Lord. 
that knew who you are was never taught it as a little girl but then in the same family there was a gene laying in a little boy that's all he wanted was God I pray if there's any unsaved here this morning that you're desiring God their hearts to be surrendered I pray you'll reach to their innermost being speak to them deeply Lord let your word fall on good ground not wayside not rocky side rejoice for a season thorny side where the world cares of the world choke them out but may it fall on good ground this morning and may there be a call within that said this God is my God would you bless every hand that was raised and those that are pondering Lord even thoughts being spoken this morning may it bring forth life within all our lives we ask it in Jesus' name. Start me out, Brother Ryan. He stretches in heavens like curtains before him. He forms every star and he calls them by name. He does not go in. No.
Brother Murphy, why don't you have your seats? Why don't you have your seats? I'm always amazed how God deals with different ones, different children, different burdens, different longings, different expressions, different parts of the body. And God brings one from here and deals with his heart from there. Then you realize how omniscient he really is in his thoughts. God bless you, Brother Murphy. God bless you all. What a marvelous time. What a marvelous word that we heard, Brother Tom. I was so enthused to know a God that is a present God. It's not God it's just in the history. And that's exactly what had happened to uh, Kaya. And uh, I was talking with, uh, uh, just texting with his sister Sammy about um, the experience that Kaya and the head. And his sister Sammy said uh, uh, she was growing up in the message. And during the uh, camp time of last year, uh, she was very touched by the skid, uh, the city of refuge. Actually, I told Sister Sammy, I said, that's what the Lord deal with my son Abraham in that skid. And sometimes we expected God to do things in a great, glamorous way, but God just doing things in such a simple way. And it takes it a simple heart to believe in. And then uh, Kaya started to, uh, talking with uh, uh, Sister Sammy and uh, asked her to be uh, uh, baptized. And uh, they waited for a little while, and uh, uh, I think the Kaya just constantly bugging them. <laughs> said, I need to be baptized, I need to be baptized. And they asked her, why you want to be baptized? And she said, I want him to be the Lord of my life and in my heart. Amen. What a simple word. It's just taking one little things like that. I want the Lord to, of my life and to be in my heart. And that's all it takes. And he's the present God yes. that we know today. And just as uh, uh, I, was, uh, I was yesterday, I was uh, listening to a message, uh, uh, Mystery of God Revealed. Uh, at the end, it was actually very touching me. I was thinking, uh, Brother Branham is talking, uh, uh, he finished the whole message, and I almost want to turn it off. Uh, and then Brother Branham started singing, and so while was she, he was singing, and he looked at the clock, he said, and now it's exactly two o'clock. And then he said that the second pole has come to an end, and that the third pole is on his way. I was thinking, it was just a simple thing, but a prophet catcher. Nobody catch it. Just little things like that. Then I was thinking about the baptism, Kai. I was thinking, and that on Christmas Eve, the Lord took the prophet from the scene. And one life was God took him. But thank God. And this is a new life Amen. that is, is coming for us. Yes. And we pray the Lord, just give uh, the Holy Spirit to Sister Kaya as she have the heart for the Lord. And we want the Holy Ghost to baptize in her Amen. and to seal her and to let her whole life be Lord. a service to the Lord. Yes, you have anything to say Let's just bow our head. Arushas <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Lord, this is a sacred moment. Lord, this is a one of your child yes. that you have dealt with. 
Lord, you dealt with not as an adult, but you dealt with her as a little child. Lord, I pray that a great baptizer, that our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, that you have called her. You have a dealing with her. Yes. You have a dealt with her heart. Hallelujah. And now she wants to give her heart to you. So, Lord, as we follow what your word has said, Lord, though we can baptize her in the water, but it takes you to baptize him with your Holy Ghost. So, Lord, we pray that the Lord come on us in to seal her way into your bosom, that her whole life be a testimony to testify that God is still real and he's still same yesterday, today, and forever. We give you all the thanks. And Sister Kaya, because you received the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, now I baptize you in the true Christian baptism in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sister Wong, probably uh, a little bit strange to, uh, uh, to some of us, but she has been uh, coming to the churches actually for about a year uh, now. And she was used to uh, go with uh, Brother Jim and Sister Shirley uh, to the church in um, Beijing. And five years ago, Sister Wong moved uh, over to Canada. And before she moved to Canada, uh, they uh, uh, gave uh, a personal warning, said, uh, don't come to uh, Jim's and Shirley. Because uh, uh, they believe that uh, 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 Brother James and Sister Shirley believe the cult. So when they're in the same church and the, the, the elders uh, warn her, don't get in contact with, uh, with them. Uh, but the, uh, the Lord is doing things in that miraculous way. Yes, he does. And no matter how the Satan tried to stop it, and he will never stop the, the child of God. And no matter how long that uh, uh, little eagle that lived on the chicken coop for years, but when a mom eagle cried, and she will hear it. And that's exactly what a sister Wong did when she came. And the brother Jim and sister Shirley uh, just started witnessing uh, to her. And so the one thing uh, sister Wong said was quite touching me. He said, she said, the one, when I was in Beijing, the, the people, uh, they said, uh, uh, you know, one thing that was wrong, the serpent seed, that was wrong. So uh, don't, uh, that's just uh, uh, kind of a weird doctrine. Uh, how can a serpent have a seed? And uh, other people, they hear it. They said, yeah, that's a, that's a cult. That we can't, uh, there's no such a thing. But for Sister Wong, when she heard it, you know what she's come to her? She said, Lord, I don't want to become a serpent seed. And for her, that's always just come in her mind, just a swirling, swirling. She said, I don't want to become a serpent seed. I don't want to become a serpent seed. And then when she coming over here, 
And uh, the other day, uh, Sister Wanda shared with me, she said she saw the life, Brother Jim and Sister Shirley, and that the people's over here. You can argue about the doctrine, but you can't argue about the life. Year after year, month after month, and that's what has uh, touched uh, Sister Wong. What I was uh, yesterday, I was uh, uh, just uh, thinking about the baptism. Uh, maybe I just want to read a, a scripture for you, Sister Wong. Uh, it's in the book of Hebrew, and chapter 11, at the verse 24, it said, By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of a Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a reason. But Abraham said to the, him and Pharaoh, they both looked through the same window. But when Pharaoh looked at the window and he saw a mud dabber, but for Moses, when he looked through the same window, he saw the people of God. And not only Moses saw the people of God, uh, Brother Bram said he went out and to join them and become a one of them. Yeah. And Sister Wong, I want you to do the same. Not only just we know this is the truth, this is the word of God, which she has already confessed that she believed. And she looked at you, she saw the life of Jesus Christ, but not, that's not enough. You go out and to join them. To join them to have the same life of Jesus Christ. And when you believe and you repent and be baptized, and God will fill the Holy Ghost in you just like He filled these people. May the Lord bless you. If you have anything wrong, you should have a while. I'm going to say, from today on, I know I'm not the serpent seed. And this is the day for my union and the marriage with my Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. 谁来给你实习？但唯有耶稣基督用圣灵来为你实习。Oh dear Heavenly Father, Lord, how we thank you, Lord. And there's another soul, Lord. The world that try to stop her, the devil is try to stop her, but none of his trick was successful. And now you brought my dear sister coming to this water, and to be baptized, and she already repent. So Lord, I pray you. Let your Holy Spirit now dwell in her, so that from today on is not she live anymore, but your life is living in her. So Lord, I pray you that you give her the strength. Lord, you give uh, your mind so that she will not think in any person's, person's mind, but only let your mind be her mind. Let her mind be focused on God. Let the love of God drive away all fear so that her life will never be the same anymore. But Lord, when she raised up, may the newness of the life of Jesus Christ come to in her and also manifest from her so that her life will be a testimony to testify Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. We ask in Jesus' name. 
因为你接受耶稣基督作为你个人的救主，我现在奉主耶稣基督的名来为你施洗。We made an announcement on uh, early this morning. Now we're in the afternoon. Sorry for that. Um, I'm on. I'm on. No. I'm on. Okay. I'm off. I'm on. Now I'm on. No. Okay. Now we're on. Christmas or Christmas Eve? That's today. New Year's Eve. We're um, being preparing for group songs. Choir songs, um, quartet songs, trio songs, family songs. And if God put that on your heart, Brother Mike, we have, I think, was it last year you sang with the choir? You know, think about it. <laughs> we love your voice. <laughs> and if you've got that gift, that's what Wednesday is going to be for. And I'm Brother Ryan and Brother Ben. Ben, obviously we know who Brother Ben is, and just contact them, and they'll make a time for you and time slot, and we'll have a, be prepared for a wonderful New Year's Eve service, amen. Well, I know some of you are anxious, and you have family and different, different events that are taking place. I want to thank you for your faithfulness this year, and uh, being here on uh, a busy weekend, and those that are away, we miss them dearly. And we thank God for the ones that are present, every one of you, every one of you, as I said at the beginning, you are a part of my body, and I can't do without you. Have a Merry Christmas. Or they say, Mary, the prophet said, have a blessed Christmas. Have a wonderful time with your families, friends, saints, brothers, sisters in Christ. May it be a blessed Christmas for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, just closing off this year, we just pray that your presence will be upon your children, that we can meditate, Lord, and think on those things. And we think on our ways, what you've done for us, not just last year, but all through life's journey. You've been so, so faithful. And Lord, we are so thankful for every life that's here this morning and those that are missing we miss them much. We just pray that you'll be with your children wherever they are today and in the following days to come. We thank you for your word, Lord. I don't know what I would be if it wasn't for this message. It's more than life to me. So would you bless each one now as we go our separate ways. May the hand of God lead them in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this is our end of the year, so if you don't have an opportunity, make it now for those that are around you, and why don't you say, God bless you. I'm thankful for every one of your lives. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Brother Kyle and sister. God bless you. <laughs>